Let's do this. Another great episode of The Wellness Farmer Podcast, where your health is my focus. I take what has become too complex and help you by simply focusing on where health is found inside of you. So how do we empower ourselves to feel our best? With care of our spines, eating nutrient-dense food grown on fertile soil without chemicals, adequate movement, and natural internal dialogue. And on today's episode, and in today's episode, episode 218, I talk about one of my favorite things to talk about, playing in the dirt. I'm almost done with the first draft of the book, and man, there's so much to learn. It's impressive what Mother Earth, nature, has for us if we just let it. Today I'm going to talk about something that just didn't make it into the book, but is, is important. It's, and it's, it's not only is it important, but it's interesting because these are things that people just did not knowing and now we know the great effects that they have. So just another great reason to get out there and play in the dirt. Just awesome. So today's um, October 2nd, 2019. I am Ben Page, your host. And just a couple of things real quick. I don't, for all those people that are new, I have a book. My first book, Four Pillars of Health, is on Amazon. If you want to get a couple of chapters free just to see if you like it, go to my website, Pastors Water This Farm, and join my email list. You also get another, a couple of a couple other articles about health and wellness and how you can better yourself. Um, but join my email list. You get a couple chapters for free. If you like what you read, it's a great philosophy on health. It's something totally different. It'll change your paradigm on what you think health truly is. Well, it, the book's also available on my website and at Amazon.com, The Four Pillars of Health. If you have five minutes and you could just go to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this podcast and rate and review it rate and review the podcast. And one last thing, if you want to help me out, if you're getting any value out of this podcast and you want to bring some of that back, go to my webpage, Pastels Over This Farm, click on the Patreon button on the right, and it's going to explain how you can help me out if I'm helping you. So just, I don't want you to just help me out just for the sake of it. If you feel you are getting anything out of this podcast and you want to give some of that back, that's the way to do it. That is the best way to do it. And if you want to work one-on-one with me, I mean, I would love to work one-on-one with you. My webpage, Pastors Right at the Farm, set up an appointment. Of course, the first time we talk is free. We just get to know each other and figure out a plan. And then from there, we go on and I help you. All right, let's, let's get into this main topic. So today, I'm going to talk about another reason why we should be playing in the dirt. Yes, us adults need to relearn from our kids that it is fun to play in the dirt and also healthy. Actually, very healthy. Um, Something we should be doing every day. Crazy how that might sound... We Crazy how that might sound. I mean, we, we need to play in the dirt every day. I mean, we need to get out there and touch the dirt every day. It's that important for our health. So... And this is for everybody because we all need it. We all, what I'm going to talk about today is, is we all have it. So we need to be outside for this reason because um, we, all, we all have blood that's flowing through our veins and our arteries. So we all need this. And, and probably, as you know, that I'm almost finished with my second book. This is especially how, this is, this is specifically how the soil can help us. So this book, 
my first book was more of a as a general idea of general idea idea of changing paradigms about health. This book is specifically about how the soil helps us in overall health. And there's many, many things I'm learning about. It's incredible to continue on this journey of learning about the importance of soil in us. And I mean, I thought I knew a lot about the soil, but what I'm learning now is, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. It's so exciting. Who would have known that something so simple could have so many beneficial effects on us and the people around us and the community around us? And I don't even get, in the book, I don't even get into the importance of how it brings communities. I'm just talking about how it helps us personally. But again, we're talking about nature, about us and how we lived in the past with almost no metabolic disease and how we should be living today. I mean, it, I mean, it, it shouldn't seem that incredible, but at the same time it is because we just let it go. I mean, it's, it's incredible that our ancestors lived like this just because it was the way of life. They had no idea that they were taking care of themselves, healing themselves by living this way. It just, it just came naturally. Or staying healthy. It helped them stay healthy. And today it almost is, seems abnormal. And that just shows you how far from the true path of health we have come. We have, I mean, it's got its own words. It's got its, it's just, it's, it's something that, that again, it, it opened your mind. And it's opened my mind as I continue to study these things. So today, cardiovascular disease ranks as the number one disease killer in the Western world. You go back 100 years and it was almost non-existent. So today I want to share with you what I read about how playing in the dirt can affect your flow of blood. And this was done, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to use two studies that were done by Steve Sinatra. He's a, he's a cardiologist. And one of these studies was actually published in 2013 in the, in the Journal of Alternative and Complementary Medicine. So one actually got published. But before I even start, it's incredible just thinking that the heart has to pump blood through thousands of miles of blood vessels. And that little teeny muscle we have that's constantly pumping is pumping blood through thousands of miles of blood vessels. So blood vessels, blood carries all sorts of things. It carries oxygen, nutrients, uh, metabolic wastes clotting factors, among other things. And good flowing blood is incredibly important because it has to be able to pass through those thousands of miles of tiny blood vessels to service every part of our body. Every little teeny part of our body is serviced through what the blood can, can take. So in, in, these, in, these, in these studies, Steve talks about the viscosity. So Steve Sinatra talks about the, 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 about the viscosity of blood. He says that the term refers to the water and solid contents of plasma and how well or not so well the blood flows through this the system, the cardi cardiovascular system. He talks about how how the type of he talks about how how, it, how the one type of blood, the thick and sludgy blood, that doesn't move through efficiently to deliver the goods and carry out the wastes. So that's one type of blood. And when this happens, when we have thick sludgy blood cells and tissues the cells and the tissues underperform because they're underserved because it's just that difficult to get the nutrients to the blood and it's that difficult to get the waste out. So they get under, so the, 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 the tissue becomes vulnerable to toxicity and, and inflammation. So he tells his patients that, that he wants to see good blood like the consistency of flowing wine. That's what he uses the example, not sludgy like ketchup. So those are his examples. 
and that can, you can kind of visualize that flowing wine or flowing water and then, and then, and then ketchup. So he says thick blood is, is inflamed blood, predisposing you to, to, the, to red blood cell aggregation. So those red blood cells, they come together and, and they cause abnormal clotting. So it'll come together and, and they'll begin to clot. He says that sludgy, sticky, and he uses the word hypercoagulable blood is unable to slip effectively through the circulatory system, causing the heart to actually work harder. These are all reasons why we don't want this thick, sludgy, ketchupy blood. We want a nice flowing blood as of turn on your sink and you see the water flow. That's how we want our blood to be. So in 2008, he I'm talking about these studies, in 2008, he invited 12 people he knew to his house to, to, to participate in an experiment. And most of them were, were physicians. There were some PhDs working in the medical field. There were nurses. He said there was an artist. There was a personal trainer, an attorney, and then a guy named Clint Ober. So Clint Ober is just the guy he invited. And the experiment involved taking a drop of blood before and then before and then after 40 minutes of grounding. And the way they grounded themselves is they used some patches connected to them that connected them to the earth. And they, did, and they examined the blood before and after uh, under a dark-filled microscope. So a dark-filled microscope, it's used by many doctors, and it just diverts the light through, the, through an optical system so that the details appear light against a dark background. And, and what he says is the, the technique allows viewing of lifetime cellular dynamics, so you can actually see what's going on in that moment. So you can see the conditions of the blood not normally analyzed just through, just through routine tests. And, the, and he, these are his words, the pictures shocked us. All the before grounding samples, except one, revealed various degrees of red ketchupy blood. So everyone besides one person had kind of ketchupy blood, or it was thick blood. It wasn't, it wasn't the type of blood that we want flowing through our arteries and our veins. The sole exception, the sample with the blood, the best blood of anyone present was Clint Ober. So it wasn't the, the, the physicians, the PhDs working in the medical fields, the nurses, the personal trainers. It was Clint Ober's, this guy. So what was the difference? Clint Ober was someone who had been consistently earthing himself day and night for years. In other words, what is earthing? If, I mean, if you've been listening, earthing is when you just take your shoes and socks off and touch earth. And they, and, and they recommend it at least for half an hour a day. That's all. Touching the earth with your feet for about 30 minutes. And that's what all of this Clint Ober did. So he was the only one that didn't have ketchupy blood. And then the aftergrounding picture showed dramatic changes. So there was considerably flu fewer formations of red blood cells associated with clumping and clotting. So just by grounding for 40 minutes, the blood appeared more thinned out. Just for 40 minutes in one session, one day. So 40 minutes, they went from thick blood to thin blood. So blood that was actually freely flowing to all areas of the body. And they could see this through this, this dark microscope. And, that, and that's just after 40 minutes. So like I said, this, this microscope lets you see kind of live, lifetime, how it's flowing. So they take the blood sample and they put it under this microscope and they can see. And it shows, I saw the pictures of it, it shows just how they were all separated, the red blood cells. It was pretty neat. But... That wasn't enough. He, just, he, he decided to do another experience. And this time he was, he was measuring something called the zeta potential. 
and, th and this time he did it with electrophysiologist Gaetan Chavalier, PhD, a biophysicist James Oshman, PhD, and a cardiologist Richard Delaney, MD. So it wasn't just him this time. He did it with four other, other people that work in the same kind of area, an electrophysiologist, a biochemist, a cardiologist. So really fast to explain set of potential. It just, that just describes the degree of negative charge on the surface of a red blood cell. Our blood cells operate electrically. And this particular built-in feature enables the cells to repel each other and prevent unwanted aggregation so they don't come and stick all together. So this is kind of like when you take two magnets and they repel each other. Well, that's what this does. This set of potential is what it does, and it keeps the, the red blood cells from, from coming together and, and, and clumping with each other. So the stronger the negative charge, the greater the ability of the cells to repel each other and the better the flow. It, pretty important. I mean, we want best flow of blood possible to get the nutrients where they need to go. I mean, they need to get to the destination. If we have thick blood, it's a lot harder, and the, blood and the heart has to work a lot more. So very important. The state of potential is actually pretty important in the flow of blood. So what they did is they selected 10 healthy individuals, 10 healthy individuals, and grounded them for two hours. They took blood samples, and they were taken before and then after the two hours of continual grounding. So two hours of continual grounding in one day. And in his words, the, the analysis was surprising. They said they had expected a small improvement in zeta potential. He thought maybe 30%. They found an improvement of over 270% on average with 10 healthy individuals. So healthy, why would they even need an improvement? And why such a huge improvement? It kind of makes you wonder, well, healthy individuals. So grounding, they have found, is like a natural blood thinner. It has a natural blood thinning effect. And not just a natural blood thinning effect, but, but a way to maintain the blood in a state where it flows freely. That's what we should all be looking for. So the healthy range of zeta potentials between minus 9.3 millivolts, I know, I'm not going to understand, but just to get these numbers, and minus 15 millivolts, with the average of minus 12.5 millivolts. In the experiment, two hours of grounding improved the average set of potential of the 10 participants from a rather depressed level of minus 5.28 to after earthing to a minus 14.26 millivolts. And these were, remember to understand, these were 10 healthy individuals. This whole, if you don't have any systems, I'm healthy, just doesn't work. We have to work proactively in our health. And it's so simple. Proactively is take your shoes and socks off and go stand on the dirt. Stand on your grass. Walk on your grass. Play in the grass with your kids. That's it, with your shoes and socks off. That's being proactive in your health. I mean, these, these kids were, these, these 10 individuals were healthy individuals, but their set of potential is 5.28 where it should have been in between nine and tw nine and fifteen, after earthing is up to fourteen twenty five. So the more is even better. So blood closer to the the, the zero set of potential is thick the thick sludgy blood flow less freely and have a greater risk of clumping and clotting. So the blood vessels are like highways. You want to move. You want the traffic moving smoothly and fluidly. You don't want traffic jams, as he stated in, in these studies that he that he wrote. So. In the study, he exposed blood examples to an electric field, observed them through the dark field microscope, and the blood cells moved in a, in a certain period of time before and after grounding. The red blood cells barely moved in the samples before, and after grounding, they moved 
briskly along, he says. In addition, we documented considerably fewer clumps of red cells in the after samples compared to the pre-grounding samples. So these are just two studies, one actually published, showing that just by standing on the dirt, that electrical potential will actually not just thin our blood, but make the type of blood that we need to flow freely through our blood vessels. So all the waste gets taken out and all the nutrients get taken to the place, to the specific place they need. So if we have thick blood, that's one thing. But if we're just naturally healthy, we feel healthy, like these kids, like these individuals did, their blood still could improve quite a bit. And it did, over 270%. So one more great reason to play in the dirt. It will help you have a healthy flow of blood, which will improve your health leaps and bounds. Or if you're healthy, improve your health without even you even knowing. So what should we do? Go out and play in the dirt. I mean, these days have been beautiful down here in the south. I imagine up north, they're cooling down a little bit, but they're still beautiful. Take advantage of them while we can. Get outside, take your shoes and socks off, and play in the dirt. Before I end, remember, don't forget to take a picture of your screen, to share it on Instagram, tag me at BenPageDC, and I'll tag you right back. If you've done it, thanks. If you've shared this podcast, thanks. If you have written a review, thanks. And one big, huge thanks if you can share this podcast with anyone that would get anything out of it. Again, you guys are awesome, and see you next time. And as always, let's live our life just a little bit better, one episode at a time.